plug those headphones in. It's time for Ireland's only interactive podcast, the multi-award winning Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. You're very welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy, recorded at our studio at the White Sands Hotel in Port Marnock in North County, Dublin. Now, before we let you know what we want to talk about on this latest podcast, we want to give a shout out to uh, some of our show sponsors. And the first one is uh, The Snail Box. It's a family-run business just outside Dublin on the N2 between Ashburn and Slane at Kilmoon Cross. It's my favourite restaurant in the whole of Ireland, I have to say. Uh, It's a family-run business. Uh, They have delicious food, friendly service, fun for the whole family, and they're open seven days a week, which an awful lot of restaurants aren't. Uh, A lot of restaurants stay closed on a Monday or a Tuesday or both. Um, The Snail Box is open seven days a week. They have an amazing collection of uh, celebrity memorabilia throughout the restaurant, including a special football signed by the late Brazilian legend uh, Pele. They also have a world record hat collection, a baseball cap collection uh, that uh, is all over the place. Uh, it's a huge collection. So pop along to the snail box at uh, Kilmoon Cross on the N2 between Ashburn and Slane and tell Philip or Paddy uh, or Stephen that Adrian and Jeremy sent you. And, and, and then they'll bar you. No, they won't. And I'll tell you one thing it's not every day of the week you get to hold a dead man's ball. Absolutely. And a famous, there's not many people that have held his ball, by the way, Pele's ball, bar his wife, uh, I assume nobody else, but you can literally get a photograph holding Pele's ball. Absolutely. And more importantly, um, we can get you a new job. How would you like to find a new job, a new career, upscale, upskill, all that sort of stuff? Recruit.ie have recently launched their brand new app and finding your dream job has never been easier. The days of knocking door to door with a packet of uh, CVs under your arm. What even is a CV nowadays? People Mm. don't use them. This is the future. Recruit.ie app. You can browse hundreds of jobs on your fingertips on your phone. Go to the App Store right now, download the Recruit.ie app where thousands and thousands of jobs from Ireland's Ireland's leading employers are waiting for you and you can find your dream job in just one tap. Recruit.ie Now, what do we want to talk about on this latest Opinions Matter podcast? Well, if you are the parent of a child between 8 and 16, chances are they're online. And chances are uh, you may think you know what they're looking at all the time, but you don't. That is 100% certain. There's a website that is really popular among teenagers and younger. You've probably never even heard of it. I hadn't until today. And it's a website where you can chat with strangers from around the world and even video chat with complete and utter strangers. And in fact, that's the whole premise of this website, that you engage with strangers. Now, we'll tell you uh, more about the website in a moment and to show you how dangerous it is. Uh, Jeremy went on to it about an hour ago, posing as a 16-year-old schoolgirl from uh, London. Uh, within five minutes, he was being groomed by an adult who wanted her to play school teacher stroke pupil role play, play games. The website is called Omegle, O-M-E-G-L-E. I think that's how it's pronounced, or Omegle, Omegle or Omegle. Talk to strangers. 
and it is lethal. Chances are high that your child has been on it. It's not an app, it's a website, so you won't find an app of this um, site on your child's phone. It was brought to our attention by a Dublin mum mom and podcast host, Rebecca Kelly. Rebecca's daughter is only 12, and they knew something was up when they decided to do a spot check on her phone and check her internet search history. I'm going to talk to Rebecca in, uh, in just a second. But firstly, just before we started recording today's podcast, Jeremy, uh, you posed as a... 16-year-old girl. Okay, I'll, I'll talk about that one a bit later because in the meantime, in the last 10 minutes, I went back on to Omegle um, and I posed again as a 16-year-old Irish girl called Ashling, And I immediately connected with a 23-year-old male from India called Ash. And I, I won't give you the full conversation, but we were chatting away. Uh, I, he asked me, was I bored? And I said, yeah. He knew my age, by the way, straight away, because I said, basically when you're in Omegle, you press, you type in M15 if you're male 15 or F16. So that's what you do. So I typed in F16. So this three, 23-year-old male knew that I was a 16-year-old Irish girl called Ashling. Um, and after a bit of chat and a bit of bullshit talking, where are you from, blah, 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 uh, he got straight down to business then and asked me uh, had I got Snapchat. You got Snap he says. And I said, uh, hi, I have, um, but my parents took me off it. And he says, why? And I said, because I was sending boys in my class photographs. And that's what I said to him. And he said, oh, interesting. Can you send me those photographs on Snapchat? And I said, why do you, why do you want to see them? Uh, I just want to see your pics. Um, and I said, but it's me in my underwear. And he said, oh yeah, everybody does that now. Now, you can see the full chat there. Mm -hmm. You can see I'm not making that up yet. No, no, I can see it as well. There's the full chat. So this is a 23-year-old that could be talking to your 16-year-old. Or younger, by the way. Now, I know you're all going to say, oh, you know what you're, you know what you're, I know what my kids are doing, I know what my kids are doing. You don't know if they're on this website because you have no way of knowing. And in fact, the only way Rebecca found out, and you'll, this is shocking when you hear Rebecca's story, is because she happened to be looking for something in her daughter's bedroom and when she started looking for that thing in the daughter's bedroom, she realized that her daughter's behavior changed like we all do. We all, all our behaviors change when we know someone is looking for something that we don't want them to find. And that's how it came about. But I don't want to exaggerate this, but I'm telling you now, this website is absolutely lethal. Absolutely lethal. It's called, for God's sake, it's called Talk to Strangers. That's what it's called. Now, when you go into it and ask you, are you over 18? You literally click the box and you're in. That's all That's you have to do. That's literally all you have That's to do. That's all you have to do. All right. So, um, Rebecca, as we said, uh, is a podcast host that many of you will uh, have heard. Uh, she does a very popular podcast and uh, she joins me on the line. Um, Rebecca, you're very welcome to the Opinions Matter podcast. Thanks a lot, guys. Um I'm actually just terrified now. My stomach is in knots listening to what Jeremy is saying there um, because we didn't even go into that detail with my daughter. Rebecca, um, I'm sorry for going across here, Rebecca. I can't believe that I was groomed within literally five minutes and got onto this website. Like, no, I'm sh- I'm, My nerves are gone. My nerves are shattered. I, as you said, I was in her bedroom. I was looking for something. She kind of got a little bit weird with me. Didn't know what was going on. Dad flipped the lid. 
you guys know what it's like to put a par- uh, podcast together and this is one thing I need to stress to everyone because everyone's like on my platform people are sending me messages saying oh you should get family linked you should account down anything without your without you say so and so on we're an independent podcast my husband has all the stuff here he produces sets it all up he is tech savvy inside out and we do spot checks on her but then I said to him, do you know what? Just check her history because if it's vaping, I wonder if she's asking, how do I vape? Where can I buy vapes? What is it? And his face fell within two seconds. His face fell. And he said to her, she was sitting at the kitchen table here with us, and he said to her, are you on Omegle? And she burst into tears, absolutely burst into tears. And she said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We didn't show our faces. We didn't show our faces. It was just a laugh. It was just a laugh. And I was like, what is this? And he said to me, it's on TikTok. Paul controls my TikTok for the podcast. And he's like, I've seen it on TikTok. And basically it says, if you're having a sleepover and you're bored, or if you're bored at night, jump on Omega, but be careful. So this is all over TikTok. So people who are like, oh no, my kids are not on this. Mm. Kids, it's TikTok. It's Snapchat. And then as you said, Jeremy just said, that guy was trying to pull her back onto Snapchat. This is exposing our children to violence, to sexual contact, to inappropriate relationships. We went on then that night then when she was gone to bed. We went on. I'll just go on to that. Because I need to be very clear on what we're talking about here so we can talk to her again about this. The the, the first chat was two Indian guys. They were in their 40s. The second chat was one Indian guy on his own. The third chat was was women in G-strings advertising porn. And the, the fourth chat was about 25-year-old having a wank in bed. Right. My child was on that for a couple of hours on Friday night. And I'm telling you now, I'm fucking heartbroken over it. And I saw the uh, I saw the video that you uh, put up yesterday evening. And I, 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 listening to everything that you said, you were genuinely shocked. But what was interesting was your daughter's reaction when you tackled her over it. When I tell you, she is more upset with the fact that she no longer has social access to social media than the fact that she was on that. And that is killing us. That's absolutely killing us. She thinks her life is over. She thinks that she'll, her friends won't you know, be friends with her. They won't think she's cool. They won't think she's popular. Because, oh, oh, but why? Because she's been outed as being on this site? No, because we've removed her from all platforms. Right. Okay, so that's... Uh, uh, removed everything. Okay, so that's her punishment. But yeah. uh, now, uh, at 12 years of age, she's terrified that you doing that to her is going to make her very unpopular with their friends. Exactly, peer pressure. Yeah. That's yeah. that's scary in itself, I have to say, that that is mm-hmm. the reaction. So, into, uh, so again, the, the, the website is called Omegle or Omegle, O-M-E-G-L-E. Um, yeah. I had never heard of it, but I believe it's been around for a number of years and has become popular again in the last uh, couple of years. Yeah, I, when I again put it out on the Everywhere We Go, um, Instagram page when I put it out there the amount of messages I got saying oh my god I can't believe you're talking about Omegle I used to use that 10 years ago I used to use that when I was a teenager I haven't heard that word since and I was like oh my god were you on that then they were like oh it's not like what you're talking about now it was just randomly chatting with people so I don't know whether well obviously the world has changed in 15 years but 
it's a scary, scary place. And again, we need to let people know that this is not an app. So don't be going, oh, I'm going to go and check this project. This is not an app. This is a website. As Jeremy says, you click that you're 18 and you go on it and you are talking to everyone and anyone. I've had people message me saying my son was groomed on it. My daughter was groomed on it. There was a man, uh, two men. On and in fact, I, I was reading a story earlier on, uh, and I think people need to hear this as well, for this particular website. A young uh, lady is suing the website because the website that matched her with her abuser. So uh, this is what uh, the BBC reported on this. As a young girl, Alice logged on to the popular live video chat website Amigal or Omegle and was randomly paired with a paedophile who coerced her into becoming a digital sex slave. Nearly 10 years later, uh, the young American is suing uh, the website for basically putting her in contact with um, a paedophile. And what you're saying to me uh, is, Rebecca, what you found on this website, and not to mention the stuff that Jeremy's after uh, highlighting to us, and you would never have known only for a chance. Only for a chance. I just said to him, because it was, I heard something else about someone else and they were said to me, you know what, you have to do a history search. That's what it is. And I said to him, just do a history search. And I swear to God, guys, his face fell. He, he, he just was heartbroken and he just looked at her and he asked her. And then we found a screenshot. She has been, I swear to God, I can't even believe like I'm saying this, but you know what, I'm saying it because I need just to be able to protect other people out there. She had like a hidden Im- imagery on her phone, a hidden photos on her iPad. And in the hidden photo, there was a screen grab of her and her friend talking to this guy. And I said to her, oh, we, what is that? And she goes, oh, we just were chatting for two seconds. I said, you just said you didn't show your face. You now did show your face. And I said, how old do you think he is? And she said, he said he was 17. I said, he's about 28. He is about 28. Okay, well, I, 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 I just well, look, look at this. Uh, just as we're speaking here, Rebecca, I'm chatting to a 26-year-old in Spain at the moment. And what age am I, Adrian? What age 16, yeah. And straight away, what's he, what's he looking for? Can I have your Snapchat? So I assume that's what they do. They're looking uh, They're looking for your Snapchat so they can send you pics or you can send them pics. Okay, let me read this um, from the BBC. Okay, have a listen to this. A BBC investigation has found what appears to be children exposing themselves to strangers on the live video uh, chat website Omegle. Uh, the site claims to be monitor- uh, moderated and has exploded in popularity since the pandemic. Um, it has become... A TikTok trend frequently visited by uh, children. Um, the, like I said, the website it says uh, itself claims to be moderated. We're uh, as we're recording this podcast. I'm being groomed. proving that uh, yeah, groomed. a child can easily be groomed on this. Yeah. I mean, it is, it's quite uh, scary, uh, I have to say, Rebecca. Let me just go back to the, what you found um, in terms of a guy who was uh, masturbating. What did you find? He was just there. He, he switched off because we, we didn't have our camera. Because we didn't have, we didn't show ourselves on the camera. He just knocked off and it went on to the next chat. And I just said to Paul, knock that off, knock that off. But he was there in the bed doing that himself. And if she or any other child were on that, that was the fourth chat that would that would happen. And you've obviously <laughs> gone away from it, but uh, you know from what you discovered and from what we're discovering uh, that your that any child could easily be on this. And if they're being encouraged by their friends to uh, go on it, and again, your daughter is just twelve. Yeah, and this is the other thing. Like another person came to me and said to me, "What happened with my son was 
they were asking questions about masturbation. Do you know how to masturbate? Let me show you how to masturbate. And then these two men were masturbating in front of these two children who were all on it. it oh, is, Jesus Christ. Like, and they're, they're doing it like, oh, let's, I'm going to educate you. So it's, again, it's all grooming. And it's the grooming to get more contact details, to get their Snapchat um, details so that they can contact them every day without the parent knowing. Because remember, with Snapchat, those messages disappear. And I can see how easily a child is sucked into this because obviously I'm an adult, so I have an adult brain when I'm doing this. But the way they, 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 they don't try and groom you straight away. So they try and get your confidence. Like this fella in Spain, I'm here to make you smile. Like, fuck's sake. Um, but they, they ease you into it. I love Irish girls. You see it there, Adrian. I love Irish girls. And then straight away, bang, can I have your Snapchat? I want to, I want to send you pictures. Like. And then he goes on to say, um, she says, well, you, yeah. uh, what do you want my Snapchat for? To make sure you're not a gay guy catfishing. And then uh, Jeremy wrote back, uh, haha, not gay. And I want to text you, says this stranger. Oh. But imagine a young girl or guy, right, who has zero confidence in themselves. And, and, how they yes, look and, and suddenly. And suddenly this guy is like, you're so beautiful, you know, your Irishness, your beautiful eyes, all of this chat constantly. The, ki- the kid is going to get that little bit of confidence and think, oh, hang on, this guy's my friend. This guy wants me to love myself and he loves me. Like, it's, it's just crazy. Okay, stay there for one second if you can, please, Rebecca. Alan, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Alan? Oh, yeah, really good. Good, thanks, Alan. Now, what did you want to say on this? Oh, no, just it's a you know, scary world, Adrian, isn't it? Like, I mean, I funny saying there that um, me and the boys, I'm in my early 20s now, but it's actually from, it's kind of from TikTok, this is actually getting popular again. Correct, yeah. It, it, it became popular of, during the pandemic, uh, thanks to yeah, TikTok. Yeah, you see what it is, is like, you see on TikTok that these creators will go on and you'll do you'll see a clip of them chatting to some stunning young one out in America you know, like a young one I mean over 18 but you know they having the crack or whatever but she's like me and the boys are on for the crack to see what happened and literally it was just like I don't want to be racist but it seems to be all Indian men and Middle Eastern men and it was just man after man after man with his really out like and, and you know what's scary too is as soon as they see that you're a group of men they just click off straight away and they're not interested you know what I mean parents allowing their kids uh, internet access is part of the problem here uh, that and this is a website that isn't easily tracked. The only way you could actually track it uh, to see if your child is being honest is to go into the browser history on the phone because there is no uh, app and browser history can easily be uh, deleted off uh, a phone as well. So, Alan, you would be, from what you've seen, you would be warning parents to be very careful. Look, I'm going to put this out there now and if any parent wants to come on and argue with me, they can. I know they're going to have the young ones on going. I know exactly what my child does. Under the age of 16, in my opinion, because look, I'm just a bit younger than some of your listeners maybe and they don't fully grasp it. Under the age of 16, if you let your child near an iPhone or any access, I think, to the internet, you're a bad parent and I think it's child abuse. Really? Oh, like people don't get it it's just warping the minds of young people they're just getting sexual imagery at every aspect of their lives and just influence after influence I, I think it's Okay, well, let me ask you then, Alan, uh, because I'm going to throw that uh, straight back to Rebecca in a second. Uh, at what age do you think is, is okay for uh, a child to have a phone with internet access? Uh, 
16, but like I, I think it, it's good for people to never have internet access in a social media access in a way. But I think over 16, a person is able to understand maybe you know the difference and what they see isn't like in real life. And this person texted me maybe a bad intention, but under 16, I barely give a child a Nokia, just about a Nokia. Rebecca, I just want to get your reactions, and I want to get the reaction of other listeners uh, as well to that. That it is child abuse to be allowing children under the age of 16 have a phone that has internet access because you're exposing them to horrible stuff like we're hearing today. Now, I think Alan needs to come back when he's a parent because peer pressure is like unbelievable for the kid. And if you don't uh, have a phone with your child and they don't have like Snapchat, we have a request for Snapchat for the past three years and it was not happening until she reached 12. We said we'd give it to her then. Um, I think it was at 12 birthday last year, we said we'd give it to her then. But if you don't, you're isolating her. And that's why the, she was so upset here yesterday because she said we were really, really setting her up for a failure when it comes to her uh, friend group. So we were isolating her. She'd have no friends. No one would talk to her and so on. So it's a balance. And I know... Okay, that uh, but uh, you have given in, well, not at the moment because her phone is confiscated or whatever. That peer pressure is so severe that you allowed her to have a phone. Yeah. We did, we did. We okay, so um, Alan, what do you say to that? Uh, you come back to her when you're uh, a parent of a 12-year-old or a 13-year-old. No, I want to say that, look, that lady sounds very well spoken. I actually know her podcast, and it's a very good podcast, but <clears throat> her daughter isn't um, upset because she's missing out her friends. It's because she's fully, and she won't realize it, she's fully addicted to her phone. She actually probably is doing the motion of pulling her phone out of her pocket now before she even realizes she doesn't have the phone. And she actually, this thing here, if she can get her a month out of her phone and keep it going, her daughter will be the happiest child in her school, I guarantee it. Yeah, no, I, I'm, not so, I'm not so convinced about that myself, and I don't even know the child, uh, to be honest with you, Alan. Um, Rebecca, like you said, you're punishing her at the moment. Uh, how long can that last? Yeah, well, we'll play it by year. We said to what we said to her, we sat down where we said, look, a month, we'll start with the month and see how it goes and how um, see if our personal change. Again, just to say that she is the most pleasant, loveliest child you'll ever meet, as every other child is that is going on these platforms. And as I said, we didn't know about it. She's roaring and crying about it. I hope to God, and I really did hope to God that she was roaring and crying over the fact that she was on it and she realises how dangerous it is. I still think her 12-year-old brain doesn't realise how dangerous it is. And the amount of people that were saying to me, um, were contacting me and saying to me, I'm going to talk to my child. And I was kind of saying, before you talk to the child, just go on and check that you're getting a clear picture because she didn't understand the gravity of the situation she was in last night. She didn't get it. And she's come home here today, she's given me a wave and she's off into her nanny's and she seems okay, but I'll just have to keep communicating with her every single day, asking her, you know, how are you feeling? Because it's a fine line between her mental health suffering and this. It's a fine line. And like, you know, my sister-in-law told me yesterday to cop the fuck on. She was like, I'd absolutely smash the phone up and everything. And I was like, but you can't. Yeah, it's not as straightforward as that. It's not. A, and it's all, not. all these people commenting obviously don't have children like we do and don't understand the, the, the pressures. Um, that you don't want your child to be ostracised because they're the only person in the class that uh, doesn't have a phone and stuff like that. So, you know, it's just up to the parents, Adrian, to make sure that they're searching um, the the search history on the internet every day. Um, Alan, what about that? Uh, you know, so, uh, parents have to allow uh, their children to have phones, simple as that. And uh, it's up to parents then to monitor what their kids are doing. No, you're all you're all giving in to your kids because you want an easier life. You will do your child such a disservice to let them on any kind of social media while they're young. 
give them a Nokia, give their friends their number, get them off the phone. In an ideal world, I would agree with you, uh, Keith. I'm sure Absolutely. even uh, Rebecca would agree with you Absolutely. in an ideal world. But we live in a digital age now that ca- we can't roll back that clock, unfortunately. We just have to uh, work with it and try and have control or at least monitor what your children are doing. In an ideal world, I agree with you 100%, uh, Alan, that we shouldn't even have bloody mobile phones. They are, they're the root of all evil um, where it comes to young kids. But you, you can't, turn, the, I mean, you can't well, turn that clock back. Yeah, once yeah. once your child, and you don't want your child to be the only person in the class. Uh, I mean, in my young class, class, I think more than half of them uh, have phones and they're only eight years of age. Um, yeah, but are you going to give in to your young fella and let him get one? He has a phone that he uses in the house, but it's only it's not connected to like it doesn't have a SIM card or anything in it. No, but what does it do? Yeah, uh, he uses it to to look at football and YouTube and stuff like that. YouTube kids, he looks. Yeah, that, Johnny, Johnny, that's what he tells you. Like, well, what else would he be doing? You don't know. Well, you think he's on like, this? You know, like he he could try, he could put the phone in pockets and connect the Wi-Fi somewhere else. No, I, I, just, I'm telling you, kids, kids are creative. Like, well, what this website and I know this is around a few years this website, but what this website has shown me in the last hour of being honest. Um, is that, and by the way, the last chat that I had just while we were all talking uh, is a positive story because I was chatting to a fella in India, as you as you happen to mention, and as soon as he found out I was a 15-year-old female, he said, oh, I'll have to end this chat, I'm not a pedo. So there's some people who are honest. Okay, that's good. But anyway, this what, what I see this website as, it's a springboard to Snapchat. Every single one of the people that I've chatted to who tried to groom me are looking for my Snapchat straight away. If I were the parent of any child, I would be going home getting straight on your phone and getting that disgusting and it is a disgusting um, app Snapchat because any any app that is designed that you can send photographs anonymously to other people and um, and that's just it that's it's wrong it's wrong but you hear so many parents ah me kids love to be on Snapchat I love sending the filters and all that that's not what's happening here it's a grooming site let me have a listen to this WhatsApp voice note uh, that came in to us to 085-825-2626 this is Jess that website has been around for years I I remember me mates like even used to go on it like back when I was in school and that was about she was about five, six, seven years ago now and obviously, like, I was like, uh, that's fucking weird. She's strangers from God knows where. What are you doing? And they thought it was, like, ass. But I think, you know, like, it needs to be shut down, first of all. I don't know how it has been shut down. Uh, but as well, I think it's a, it's a complete lack of almost, like, ed- a mix of education when it comes to, like, social, social media and, and technology in general. And then also, like, common, strength, common sense, stranger danger. You don't go up to, like, a random person on the street starts talking to them as a child. So why would you do it online? Like, I, I can't understand that. But, you know, that, that site needs to get shut down for good. I don't know how or when. And then also, there just needs to be more education and skills about it. It's Ireland's most talked about podcast. The only podcast with live callers and live debates. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. 
This is the Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy, recorded at our studio at the White Sands Hotel in Port Marnock. We're in the middle of a conversation about a website. Not a phone app, a website. Uh, the website is called Omegle or Omegle, depending on how you pronounce it. O-M-E-G-L-E. It's a website uh, that en- enables strangers to chat to each other. In fact, that's the whole idea of it, that people who don't know each other from Adam talk to each other. You can also have video chats with complete and utter strangers. And a BBC investigation on this website has found that uh, what appears to be children exposing themselves to strangers on live video chat on the website Omegle or Omegle, depending on how you pronounce it. Uh, The site claims to be moderated. It exploded during the uh, pandemic, even though it's been around for uh, years. And we're highlighting it after um, a lady called Rebecca Kelly, who is uh, behind the Everywhere We Go podcast, found that her 12-year-old daughter had been using uh, the website uh, Omegle or Omegle. And Rebecca, do you think, had this not been discovered by you um, and your partner, do you think that had this been let to continue, is she the type of girl that could have been groomed by one of these people? Like, or Would she have had the cop on that if one of these men who'd been trying to groom me had said to her, give me your Snapchat, would she have given it to them? I would like to think no. I would absolutely, and before this, if you said it to me, no, would, would she do that? I would be like, absolutely not. But now I'm like, because I don't, you know what, we try, I try and talk, I would have said, I'm the man that she tells me everything. She tells me everything. I'm the man that she comes to, like, you know, she'll say to me, mum, such and such is having a bit of trouble in, in school or she's a bit of trouble, do you want to go and tell their mum? I'm that mum. And so I thought I was, you know, sorted with her but no definitely not mm. but you know what as well as I did a poll on the pod uh, on my Instagram about it as well and I asked how often do you check your child's phone and daily was 18% weekly was 18% every so often was 43% and never was 19% wow so between so between every so often and never over 50% yeah that yeah. is uh, that is unbelievable. So daily was eighteen percent, weekly was eighteen percent, and less than that uh, was over fifty percent of those who responded to you. Yeah. Well, that says it all. Uh, in yeah. fact, in fact, I, I've just gotten a message in a moment ago, and it says, "I see people with three-year-olds with tablets and phones. My daughters will not be getting a phone until they're nearly seventeen. Ah, here, relax there, John. Yeah, John. That's I mean, not, yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, all my kids have tablets. Okay, just because your child has a tablet does not mean that they're chatting to strangers online okay my children have tablets but they use them one of them uses them for drawing another uses them for cognitive skills that they use tablets are not a bad thing phones are not a bad thing it's some of these apps and websites that are a bad thing and it's your job as, as a parent to make sure that they're not on them i mean tiktok is disgusting i came off tiktok because it was full of uh, young girls in their pajamas and in their underwear dancing in their bedrooms i mean for god's sake do these parents know that their daughters are dancing in their in their uh, underwear in 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 their bedrooms. Let me ask you, um, Rebecca, how you're going to deal with this going forward? Okay, so you found the uh, website. You found that your daughter had been on it. You found that your daughter clearly wasn't telling you the truth because you had to find it on her phone. She nearly uh, died when you found it. 
how are you going to deal with this going forward? Because ultimately, you'll have to let her back online again. Yeah, and we know what we blocked everything. So we 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 deleted her Snapchat account and we deleted her Instagram account. And again, she was upset about that. Like, you just didn't take the app off the phone. We actually deleted the whole thing. And I have to tell you as well. Another thing was she did have a second a second Snapchat account that we couldn't delete because it was just a random email address. Mm. Oh well, wow. and be be under no illusion that most children uh, yeah. of that age and and a bit older they have the account that mammy and daddy know all about, and then they have the account that you haven't a clue about. You know. Yeah, Rebecca, you're like me as a parent in that I, probably not now, but if you had asked me a year ago, I'm one of these parents, or I was one of these parents that would go, my children will never lie to me. My children will never try and deceive me. Children are the most deceitful people you know, All ever. you have to do is think of what you were like as a teenager. We all yeah. told lies through our teeth well, no, to I our I mother and father. I actually didn't. That's well, what uh, I, well, I did, and yeah. um, Rebecca, I'm sure you did as well. Yeah, Jeremy was a goody two-shoes I was kid. a goody two-shoes. But the yeah. fact of the matter is that uh, your kids do lie to you. They do try, uh, not tell you the truth and as you just discovered Rebecca, she has a uh, an account that you knew nothing about. Nothing about and again, it is no security. You remember the security where you had to give like your Gmail, your Hotmail mm-hmm. it was just a random account that just came up and the password so she doesn't remember the passwords off it and you know be kind of be like absolutely well like give us the password give us the password she's like I don't know it I don't know it it was a random email that just went into it and by so the way just uh, just for uh, parents as well the uh, Omegle or Omegle website you uh, have to be over 18 to use it but all you have to do is tick a little box to say yes yeah. I'm over 18 that's it nothing more yeah. nothing less hang on there for one second if you can please um, I want to play uh, this message that's just come in I've been asked to Play this for you. What is a 12 year old doing on Snapchat, Instagram, and all them? Like, what do you expect if they're on social media at 12? And I don't care if all their friends are on it. What are you, sheep? And again, this goes back to the point, Rebecca, that uh, you were monitoring your daughter's phone, and that's how you discovered this. Is that right? Yeah. And as a matter of interest, with your own opinion poll, how frequently were you monitoring your phone? To be honest, we were doing it weekly up to a point, and then we get busy. You get busy, and it's you know it's a, you, you know, I understand that you just forget, and then you go, do you know, we actually haven't done that in a while. Do you want to pull it, pull it up, and see what's going on? And then you just say to her, my hand down, down with the iPad, down with the phone. So I probably lately because I work and travel also, which is crazy busy at the moment. So lately, I say since probably mid January, we have been a bit laxer on it. And you wouldn't be the only parent, had the truth be known. No. Stay there. Okay, stay there for a second. I want to bring in um, Derry Ann. You're on Opinions Matter, Derry Ann. How are you? Yeah, very good, very good. Um, quite disturbed hearing this, but delighted that you're, you've brought us up because I'm sure you're awakening an awful lot of parents who would have no idea of this is going on. And like and, I said, it's, it is a sign of the times that uh, this is a website that's yeah. been around for years and I'd never heard of it until today, mm. had the truth be known. Um, younger people have heard of it. You heard the message we played a minute ago. Uh, it's been around for years. But um, obviously parents need to be made aware of this. Yeah, no, they absolutely do. And, you know, the one thing I feel is you can't 
blame parents for everything. They, they have had children. Nobody saw this digital world that we were going to all turn into these robots and what was going to happen us down the line. And even if we did, it's, it ran too fast. So I don't think you can put the blame on the parents. But I, what I'd love to be is a hacker. And I tell you, I'd go in and I'd hack that website and it'd be gone tomorrow. Well, another thing I'd say, please, if there's any up and coming, you know, these guys that can set up these apps, why don't they set up one that can go on the parents' phone, that can go on the, the children's phone and can monitor, monitor and put out alerts to the parents? I'm sure that's not rocket science. No, no, but, no, but, all, but all, these, all these people are doing, all uh, I assume Rebecca's daughter was doing is going to a website. There's no, there's nothing that can stop you unless the website is banned from the country. Um, but like, on my phone now, I could go on to, on to YouPorn or RedTube, which are two of the most popular. Okay. Um, oh, did you not know you can access porn straight away on your phone, Darian? No, I did not. Ah, stop. Really? No, I actually, no, I didn't. And, and, and I'll tell you why. You see, I'm, I'm, my kids are grown up and they've kids and I've grandkids. And I, I'm thinking, oh, God, is this what's, you know, for the grandkids? I'm not able for this, except I know my son in America will not let them have phones. Um, the, the girls, three girls. Uh, but, like, I understand the pressure the parents were. I didn't know that. But the other thing is, how could you get a website? banned from this country. What would we as, as parents and grandparents have to do to try to get that, that website banned? Because I'm telling you, I do everything in my power to get out there and help get it banned if I knew how to but go about but, it. But hang on, it's not doing any, the, the, the website itself is not doing anything illegal. It's the, it's, the people, it's the people using it that are doing stuff yeah. they shouldn't be doing. Right. Well, then it's... Then by, it by the way, be... Darianne, I'm, I'm gobsmacked at your naivety for not realising that you can watch hardcore pornography on your phone right this very second. Well, unless you have no, an old Nokia phone. That I would be checking to see, and I am. I'm, I am very naive when it comes to. I thought I was above uh, an awful lot of stuff, but no, I genuinely did not know that hand and heart. And I, it's just shocking. It's shocking, and it's not fair. All right, uh, Darianne, thanks very much. Um, stay there for one second. I want to play this WhatsApp voice note. My twelve and thirteen year olds will be coming off them after listening to the show here. So, the no ifs are fucking buts about it. They're coming off it. Yep. Well, there you go uh, Keith I'm glad to uh, hear something good coming of this uh, it is very important that we highlight this it's very important that parents uh, become aware of this back in one second voted Irish current affairs podcast of the year it's opinions matter with Adrian and Jeremy Steve, you're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Steve. Well, lads, how are you? Uh, good, thanks, Steve. Uh, listening to this... So, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a bit of a crazy one, because I'll tell you why. I'm more shocked that people are shocked. I mean, wow, there's scumbags on the internet. Who would have ever thought that? I mean, we kind of all know that from day one, do we not? Were we not educated on this a long, long time ago? We know that there's stranger danger online. We know there are kids accessing these type of websites. So it is a very, very simple solution. 
you do not allow your child to have a mobile phone. Okay, but you you, you already heard Rebecca saying that, you know, when they get to the age of 12 or 13, the peer pressure mm-hmm. is unbelievable. Okay, well, look, I don't agree with what that other guy said where he said it's child abuse. It's not child abuse. It's not, there's nobody in that family abusing the child. It's child neglect. They're neglecting to do the responsible thing on behalf of the child. It's not child abuse. It's child neglect. Well, sorry, what was the question you just asked me there? Um, peer pressure. Oh, peer pressure. Absolutely. Okay, so yeah, it's wonderful because I actually did write it down. Um, so, look, this woman is saying that she doesn't want to give in to, or she, she, that she's given in to peer pressure because it's better for her daughter. Now, I think we all can agree that it's not better for her daughter. We can say that if she took the phone away, it would be very, very difficult for whoever said being a fucking parent was easy. Okay, let, not, let me you throw... You have to do the hard thing. Okay, Rebecca, let me throw that back to you. Um, because you did say earlier on that, uh, that the peer pressure on your daughter, even since you've you know deleted apps and everything else, um, is is intense. Uh, but his, his his point is, whoever said being a parent was easy. No, and exactly. I never said it, it was difficult or, or easy. A parent is extremely tough. It's kids, and not only are they aware that, you know, there's danger online, but also they're aware mm-hmm. of self-harm. They're aware of suicidal thoughts. They're aware of mental health issues. They're aware of all of that as well. They're fully aware of that. They're okay, the uh, yeah. every day. Can I ask you a question? Trying, ask you? trying every day to me. Saying to me, I want well, to. I get it. Own. I get the point. That's what I get the point. It's you know? not easy. It's a, I get the point. Of course, a child can stand there and say, I want, I want, I want. But your job as a parent is to understand that there's a danger, an inherent danger in giving them what they want. And you clearly understand that because you've, you've voiced it so well today, but still you'll yeah. give in to peer pressure. I'm sorry, but that makes you a bad parent. That's your opinion. That's your opinion, and that's fine. It is. But no, I don't think I don't think I don't think I'm a bad parent at all. I think that the fact. Well, a lot of people will find that. Can I ask you a question? And and I'm being serious. I'm being. I'm being deadly serious here. Let's. uh, There was a very famous case over the United States where a website that was similar to this. um, There was a child basically groomed and abducted and murdered. Now, um, it was, there was a full investigation into it. The website was saying that they had no responsibility in, in this whatsoever. So that's why I can't understand why this was a girl was doing the eagle. Um, so if it was a case that something happened like that to your child, I promise you, you will blame yourself. So then instead of saying, I'm going to give in to peer pressure and you blame, because that could happen no, again. I'm, happen again I'm not saying I'm giving in to peer pressure now because I'm very much awake. Of you said you're going to give it back to her in a month. No, I you said you're going to give her back to phone in a month. Time and see where we stand in a month's time and see how our behaviour changed and the knowledge has changed around the online platforms. But no, I'm not going to give her uh, What age is she? I gave what age is she? She's 12. Okay, she's 12 years of age. Let me, let me tell you this much, that we are all growing alongside this technology. Not even we understand it because it's all new to us. So a child cannot get their head around it. So I would urge you, you don't give the child back any type of phone. Wait until she's at least 17. And I know that's a big number. Well, I mean, you get a car at 17 because it's a responsibility. A phone is a responsibility and a privilege that shouldn't be given to a child that doesn't understand it. Okay, uh, again, again, and even Jeremy said this earlier on, Steve. Uh, I know you have a child, but you don't have a child in that age group right now. I don't care. Uh, I'm a stubborn man. I'm a very stubborn man, and I know what I would do for the safety of my child. You're going to ostracize your child. Um, Yeah. 
It's like these the, the, these parents who say, "Oh, I don't want any photographs of my child up on uh, up on social oh, media." Oh no, that's stupid. That, that's just no, stupid. But that's, it's no, just, look, and I tell you, no, but it's the same I thing. Tell you what, Jeremy, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll tell you what I'll do. When my child does get to that age, what I'll do is I will teach them to be smart, confident, funny, understanding, caring. I will give them skills in life to be a decent that. human so being. Do, do no, hang on, no, no, you, hang on. Rebecca's a great parent. Do you not think she's done that? I'm. Let, I'm let, have you ever? Have you ever? Being groomed, Steve. Did, did, did you not hear the second word I said? No, I said confident. Have you ever? Have you, have you ever? Have you ever? Have you ever? Okay, pedophiles, yeah, and child groomers, yeah, yeah are very, yeah. very fucking good at what they do. That's their gig. They're okay. they're like profe- okay. professional footballers are good at scoring goals. Groomers and pedophiles mm-hmm. are very good at manipulating children whose brains have not developed yet into making them feel special, making them feel yeah. like they're the most important thing. Send me a photograph. I'll rate your boobs or whatever they, whatever they'll do. Whatever it takes to get um, stuff out of a child. And you're yeah, saying... I get that. I get no, that I, don't, I, don't, I don't think you do. I don't think you do. I don't be so bloody stupid. Of course, I get well, it. Well, if, 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 if you, if no, you, if you, hang on, no, no, I'm going to tell you for a second. If you think that your 15 year old will be clever enough and confident enough to be able to outsmart an adult paedophile, then you have another thing coming. Because I don't, I don't be so. That's, I didn't say that. I was like, Jesus Christ! Of course, oh, for fuck's sake, you're an idiot. Oh, of yeah. course, the child isn't smart enough. That's my bleeding point. The adult is smart enough. Okay, Steve, I want to ask you a question. Enough. Okay, I want ask you a question then you're saying that your child uh, when the time comes won't have a, any sort of a smart device until they're 17 yeah. uh, I know mm-hmm. people listening to us right now saying good luck with that one um, yeah, you're going to be able to do what most other parents can't but anyway that's fine it's another it's a, yeah. it's a fair bit of, uh, of time away I want to ask you though in terms of um, uh, uh, what this lady has done what many parents have done they allow their children on uh, line, but they monitor what they're doing. Surely that's bullshit. You can't monitor everything. We know this, and I'm getting terribly frustrated with this conversation because everybody keeps on saying words like can't. My biggest worry over the next couple of weeks is right. She's no phone. So if she goes across to the shop for me, or she goes coming home from school, walks home from school, which is five minutes from my, my house, sometimes she walks. If that happens to her, she's no phone. So that's my that's what's going through my head mm. now as well. And that's a reasonable that's, that's a reasonable fear now. Okay, you can, you can go and get it if that's your main concern. You can go and buy yeah, a, a, a dirt cheap Nokia phone down in the phone shop. Yeah, and then she'll be ostracized by kids are terrible guys. Do you know what I mean? Kids are Jeremy, and I'm sure you'll agree with it. If a child went to school with a Nokia phone, they'd be absolutely laughed at. It's terrible, but that's the day and age that we're living in. Okay, but stay there for one second. I want to just squeeze in uh, one final call on this and that is uh, on line one and who have we got on line one? Who is it? Michael. Mike. Michael, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Michael? Doing well, Jeremy. Or Adrian, sorry. Now, Michael, what did you want to say on this? I um, I went on to Meagle last year and I got talking to some Indian guys. Very strange. But I do a thing called NLP and what it is, it's all about um, let's see, it's, it's about treating others as you want to be treated. And somewhere along the line, all these guys that are on these apps, they seem to have gone, they seem to have got the wrong sort of thinking. 
they don't think about others. It's all about their needs, as, as it looks like masturbating. Oh, God. Right. Okay. So, having been on this website, um, yeah. which you have, would your advice be to parents to uh, make sure your children are nowhere near it? Nowhere near it. Like it's it's totally like the internet at the moment is totally dangerous. Well, always, like, uh, always has been. But this uh, this particular website that we're focusing this on today website. is very dangerous. Do you think? I think so because I'm a vulnerable adult and. I've been taken I've, I've been abused by many of them because like, they see you coming and then they, they try to get money out of you and everything okay so um, be warned parents keep your kids yeah. away from this website I, I strictly yeah okay alright thanks very much indeed uh, Michael and again uh, Rebecca just to, to wrap up with you that is the advice that you are giving your two parents keep them away make sure they're not using it that this website is a website it's not an app so you won't find an app on your child's phone you need to monitor your child's phone to make sure they're not on Omegle or Omegle yeah exactly and just keep an eye and that's all he's doing is again no point going into the screen and shouting at the kids either. Like, you know, you have to sit down and have a calm, you know, confident conversation with them about it and let them know the dangers of it. You asked me there, what was I going to do before that guy's deed came on? Now I'm looking down the road, obviously sitting down, whether she needs to sit down with a, um, a psychotherapist, an adolescent psychotherapist. There is those out there, but she wants to talk to one of them. That's the route I'm going down now because I'm so terrified about what's going to happen to her. Now, and again, she said that she just was on for a couple of minutes and went off, but that was it. And I have to trust her that that's what, what she went on. But that website is so fucking dangerous, lads. Yeah. It's so dangerous. It's not an app. You will not find it in Family Link and stop sending me stuff to say, why don't you have this app? Why don't it's amazing? I, it's not, it's not going to be on that. It's a website. I want to just read one final message and I want to just get your reaction to this, uh, Rebecca. Kids in the 80s and 90s didn't have a phone. Your child lives five minutes away uh, from school and has to have a phone. That is ridiculous, carry on. What do you say to that? It's not about the child, uh, the school being five minutes away. It's for our social life. It's for our social life and that's why she had a phone so she could be talking to her pals from school because not every other child is five minutes from school. Do you know what I mean? So she has her friends in football and soccer and all of that. Yeah. It's, it's for her to have a little social life and as well. well. And Which, as well, sorry for going across you, Rebecca, if you remember back to the Holly Wells and Jessica Chapman uh, horrific case, um, one of the ways they were able to pin Huntley in Huntley on that was because they were able to triangulate, triangulate the last place where Holly, it was either Holly or Jessica's phone, I can't remember which was, but they were able to triangulate that and know that the two girls had called to uh, Ian Huntley's house um, that day when they went missing. So they do come in useful. Um, no, I mean, the point he makes is right. When I was a kid, I would leave the house during the summer at 12 o'clock in the day and I wouldn't be home till 8 o'clock at night. Where was I? Who knows? Uh, and I was safe as a house. But you are right. Most kids now are, they're chatting online and they're chatting with their friends and they're playing whatever. That, um, what's the name of the game with the, the aliens go through the house? My kids on it all the time. Roblox, my Ro- kids are not allowed that. That's a different story again. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, oh, my God. Mine is playing that. Should you not be playing that either? No. So no, you say no, you didn't even know what it was. Well, I do it? know what it was no, now that you've lethal. mentioned it. I've heard about it so much. That that bullying that goes on on that. My kids don't have that again. Oh, I'm Jesus. Super savvy we were. We were like, well, you're not getting Roblox. And the youngest not getting Roblox because that's what about. It's the bullying, the, the sex talk, everything on that. People play, oh, adults play Roblox. Say God for <laughs> oh, my God, there's another thing for me to worry about now when I go home. Roblox. Because I, I know he's going to have a meltdown when I tell him Roblox has gone off the pad. Yeah, it's just, it's it's very, well, you know, we live a very stressful life. The kids are not the kids that we were. Growing up, I was out on the road from 10 o'clock, as I'm sure you were. 
it doesn't happen. The kids don't go out on the street anymore. They have their after school activities and they come home and they go up to their bedroom. And that's the fact that like you try and have a have try and have Sunday dinner in my house with my two girls. Yeah. You have a meltdown because they have to sit with us. Mm. You know what I mean? They'd rather be out with their friends well, than going to their aunties. I do think, however, uh, I do think that children of twenty twenty three are a lot safer than children of 1983. I do believe that. You you remember back to 1983, there was no vetting for people working with kids. You, you sent your kids off on the scouts or you sent them off to play football. Or you sent, Jesus, wait till I tell you this story, lads, very quickly. We, you remember the summer project when you were a kid? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember the summer project where you'd all, all... We used to go up to Mosney for the summer project and you know who we used to go with? The priest. The priest. The priest. <laughs> no, it's not funny. No, I know. And the priest not. turned out to be a dirty pervert. Now, luckily, he never did anything to me. But imagine the priest bringing you all up to Mosny and bringing you in to get you changed to swim. I mean, the 80s were not a safe place for kids either. Rebecca. You must be in posh because I definitely didn't get Mosny. I got Sunshine House out in Balbriggan. That's where I was. That's as far as you went to. All right. Rebecca, look, I I wish you well. Um, uh, Keep in touch with us and let us know how that all resolves with with your daughter over the the coming weeks. And uh, once again, uh, Rebecca is the presenter of the Everywhere We Go podcast, uh, which you can get wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, it's not as good as Opinions Matter podcast. That's a brilliant podcast. Oh, <laughs> Thanks very See much, you Rebecca. Bye All bye. right, there you go. Um, that's just about it from this latest Opinions Matter podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, please hit subscribe or follow. Click on the little bell icon uh, on Spotify, and that way you'll be notified the next time we upload a new episode. Thanks very much indeed for listening, and we'll catch you on the next one. Bye bye. Opinions Matter. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.